It's your favorite time of day. Happy Hour with Kay. So today, I decided to take it there and talk about deep throating. Now, for this episode, it's only appropriate that we stick with shots. And we're also going to keep the drink simple. Today, this one's called the blowjob. (laughs) I'm not going to add any extra to this. I'm just going to take it like a champ. So the ingredients are one part whipped cream, one part Kahlua, one part Bailey's Irish cream, one part vodka, and here's the trick with this one. We're going to do it (laughs) hands-free. That's right. We're going to shoot that puppy without putting hands on it. Hang on. Let me take my sip here. Oh my gosh, hold on, the whipped cream. I know, it's so good. Like, it's pretty much a meal at this point because you have like a nice whipped cream up top. Mm, It's so good. All right, so let me tell you about my day. This may be a little TMI, but I often find myself on FaceTime while doing bathroom stuff with my friends on the phone. And... I trust me, I have a whole system set up. Um, like I'll put the iPad on the chair in the bathroom. Wait, yes, I do have a chair in the bathroom. I mean, just in case I have something to talk about with the person that's using the bathroom or taking a bath, whatever. And whatever I have to say just can't wait. I just pop in there and I sit down and we have a look a little talk. So anyway. I have a whole system in place where I put the iPad in a particular area so, you know, things don't show on FaceTime. And over time, my friends do it to me now, especially when some of them in the beginning, they made a huge deal about it. Like, oh my gosh, why are you calling me while you're in the bathroom? Like, I'm on FaceTime and calling me. So... You know, I wonder if this is something other people do with their friends, or am I just taking wanting company when I'm alone to the next level? Like, do you all take calls while in the bathroom, or do you wait until you're done? Let me know on Instagram at happyhourwithk underscore. All right, let's do some current events. So, a man in North Carolina literally sat on a $500,000 lotto ticket for two weeks. And this is why you should always check those lotto tickets you buy. I mean, I don't really, I'm not a, oh, let me go out and play numbers kind of person. Well, trust and believe me, when the jackpot reaches like X amount and it's lotto fever around town, I do give it a second thought. Like, Hmm, maybe I should definitely, you know, let me buy a little ticket, whatever. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, sis, save your dollar or how much ever amount that lotto ticket is because you're not going to be a winner. You're not going to be the one. And I'm sure there are 
are, you know, a lot of people that have my mindset of thinking. But then you see a regular Joe Schmo sometimes just wins that all that money. And I'm like, where is he? Where is he? But can you imagine? Okay, here's the deal. Can you imagine you come out of your car getting ready, you know, to go into work and you look under your car and you see a mountain lion? First of all, talk about running and screaming because that's all I'm going to do with a little like flaring of my hands. <laughs> so this has been the first mountain lion report to the Colorado Parks and Wildlife in Longmount since 2019. All right. I know you all have been just dreading to hear about some deep throat action. Well, I know you're not dreading. Most of you are like, get to the juicy part of the show. So as most successful online or offline relationships develop, they all typically end up being sexual. Am I right? Now, I mean, sex can be a fun experience for most of us. And with others, it can be a little uncomfortable just talking about it. Since we're now on episode six, I'll let my hair down a little more and unpack some more fun. So as most of us engage in adult time, most times we, you know, have to give some lucky person a blowjob. If you're just a little shy lamb and you know, don't want to grab the bull by the horn, per se. There's no judgment here because sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. But the first person most of us call or text after having sex is who? Tell me. Who do you call? Not Ghostbusters. (laughs) If you said best friend, you want a prize. Whether it was good or bad, we are all definitely calling a BFF to talk about how you threw that ass in a circle. If you don't know what throwing that ass in a circle is, go look it up. But most importantly, they would want to know if it was a big dick or not. (laughs) I'm not even going to expose all the shit that's talked about during Girl Talk during happy hour because a lot of shit is discussed. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Moving on. Okay. Now I've heard all the things on how to prepare yourself for that big moment. But, you know, then we have what I refer to as bad bitch dick sucking. You don't know what that is. Maybe you're not a bad bit, Nick Sucker. But I'll tell you what that is later. But please entertain me because I literally had to think about going there in this episode because I only talk this talk to very close friends. So you're now becoming a part of my inner circle. So what some of you are doing out there and some of my friends, you know who you are, they would tell me that they've learned this by using a toothbrush to train their gag reflexes. Like, a toothbrush is for brushing your teeth, not 
practicing deep throat. I'm sorry. But here's a tidbit directly from me to you. Just go for it and don't bite down. I guarantee he won't say, oh, no, stop. Guys are funny as hell. And when you really think about it, it's pretty much, it's very easy. So if you're someone that thinks doing that whole hand jerking thing while sucking dick is the right technique, please stop. Unless you're a working girl and you need to get that coin and go. But if you're with your man and here's where you should excel. Now, take your time. Slowly let it slide back to the tippy back of your throat. Don't rush. Go up and down that shaft. Every time you go down, let it go down a little deeper down that throat each time. Before you know it, you'll be a champ. Disclaimer, that's only if you're feeling like a big girl and want to step it up to bad bitch realm of throwing lips on it and going for deep throat status. This, in my opinion, should be approached gradually. That's the key word. Gradually step up to that status. Just don't go shoving things down your throat because you're liable to definitely throw up on whomever you're performing cunnilingus for. <laughs> if you don't know what that word means, please go look it up. Cunnilingus. All right. So yeah, just don't go shoving things down your throat. I'm, that's just not safe. But sorry, there's no story there about me gagging because Mama's been doing this for a long time, so she knows her way around a couple things or whatever. Now, this topic is something I'm really surprised people give a lot of thought about because, in my opinion, there's no right or wrong way on learning how to deep throat, whether it's your boo or your john. But be careful and wrap it up because... Sex work is a part of life as well. See that what I did there? I'm just getting you all ready for the OnlyFans episode, which I'm having tons of fun creating BT dubs. But whether you're using a toothbrush, dildo, or the real thing to practice, make sure you put your all into it because you don't want to be the girl labeled for using teeth now. Side note. Sometimes I wonder to myself while doing that, what if I really do throw up, though? That would really be embarrassing. (laughs) Like, oh my gosh, I can't talk shit because I threw up on him while I was sucking dick or whatever. But how do you really redeem yourself from something like that? (laughs) Like, is there any redemption? Like, do you just avoid that part of town altogether, just hoping that you don't run into that guy? Listen, I I really don't know what I'd do. I think I'd need to move or something. Okay, so it's time for What Would the Zodiac Sign Say? All right, so 
if you were born between March 20th and April 19th, happy belated birthday to you, you fiery ram you. Okay, so today, at least for this scenario, we'll honor the Aries just because, you know, they need love too. All right, so here's the episode. Oh my God, honey. It's a spider in the bathtub. Here's Aries' response. I've got this, baby. Get behind me. There. No more spider. Of course, there's also no more bathtub, but, you know, beggars can't be choosers, am I right? (laughs) Like, okay, it's dead dead, but how are we going to shower, babe? What are we doing? All right, here's example two. Ah, shit. I locked us out of the apartment. Side note, I do that. (laughs) Here's the Scorpio's response. No problem. Look in your purse and get me a pen. A piece of gum. And a tampon. Don't ask any questions. Just, Just get them out. Gum, tampon, and a pen. Hmm. How are you going to MacGyver us back into the apartment, baby? Tell me. All right, so number three. Monique and Peter are coming over for dinner tonight. I would appreciate it if you not refer to Peter as Sir Mix-a-Lot, please. Sagittarius responds. I can't promise that. I have taken a look at Monique's ass and baby got back. That's for damn sure. Baby got back. First of all, side note. <laughs> I used to know one of these and it seems very likely that would be the response. <laughs> Allegedly or not. All right, so time for some fashion news. This one is, uh, you know, a bit, I don't know. You all take from it what you will. I try to do my best to give you good content and, you know, just unbiased opinion and because it's fun and happy hour. And I want everyone listening to enjoy the experience while having a nice little cocktail or enjoying a nice blowjob. <laughs> All right, so here's the fashion news. So over at Paper Magazine, staffers have criticized its owner, Entex Tom Florio, for the way he responded to recently departed cultural editor, Michael Love Michael. They're slowly, um, you know, scaling back on their publishing schedule until Florio who is the former longtime publisher of Vogue and Management, until he addresses the systematic racism that led to Michael Love Michael's departure, as well as other valuable team members of color in recent months. He said, we will continue to cover resources and news related to the protests with that understanding, and it's also important to use our large platform to advocate for substantive change, it said, 
referring to protests nationwide in response to the police killing of George Floyd. Now, he says, as a leader, my communications also impact the broader paper community. That's why, in addition to my private apology to Michael Love Michael, I also want to apologize publicly that my response to their open letter was not more thoughtful and thorough, he says. As previously reported by WWD, the print magazine is on hiatus during the pandemic and Florio is yet to decide if it will return. Now, we're moving from tone deaf to what happens when we listen to each other. Speaking of my next article, which is actually a better response. And I want to say kudos to the fashion industry for actually getting out there, well, fashion and beauty industry, for going out there and, you know, standing behind a cause and really, you know, putting forth the effort. So the Council of Fashion Designers of America announced that it would work to make fashion a more inclusive business It unveiled programs that would develop a more diverse fashion industry. Uh, The measures included the CFDA creating an in-house employment program to place Black talent in all parts of the fashion business. This program will introduce Black creatives to companies looking to hire. They'll also be developing an internship program to place Black students and recent graduates with prominent fashion companies. Now, the CFDA statement ended with a challenge to fashion, which is, we urge each and every member of the CFDA to take stock of their corporate structure to ensure that they have a racially balanced workforce. And we challenge the retail sector of fashion industry to ensure that their that their foster of brands and their product assortment is representative of the black talent within the industry. Both Tom Ford, who's CFDA's chairman, and Stephen Kolb, the CFDA's president and CEO, signed that statement. One thing I've realized by taking time to listen instead of just hearing, there is a difference between the two BT dubs, if you all don't know. Um, fashion companies have been reevaluating their practices to reflect the fact that we are all different and should be celebrated together. That's pretty much my motto in life is we're all here together. So we all might as well get along. So the more togetherness and inclusiveness we have by treating each other fairly, the happier we all will be for that. Well, this was a very fun show, and I do love talking to you all. So listen next time as I interview Tora Wallishin. So I'll talk to you next time on Happy Hour with Kay. Hey!